You're listening to Trinity Fremont's Sermon Podcast, where you can hear God's Word preached each and every week. Our purpose at Trinity is to raise up Christ's followers in our families and in our communities. We pray that as you listen to this week's sermon, you'll be encouraged and equipped to live out your faith in all that you do. Tonight we meet Nicodemus, who is assisting Joseph of Arimathea with the task of burying Jesus. John 19 says that Nicodemus also, who earlier had come to Jesus by night, came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds in weight. By including this phrase, the who earlier came to Jesus by night, John reminds us of our first encounter with Nicodemus uh, that that he had with Jesus. It's recorded in John chapter 3. Nicodemus in John chapter 3 didn't believe that people could bounce back ever. Nicodemus was a Pharisee, and Pharisees kept the law. Pharisees followed the Ten Commandments. Pharisees paid the tithe. They they guarded the Sabbath. They strictly kept the Old Testament regulations and requirements. And they wore these really long, nice robes. Nicodemus also was a member of the Jewish ruling council, the the Sanhedrin, the 70-member Jewish Senate. The the Sanhedrin judged people according to this book called the Mishnah. And the Mishnah uh, contains 613 commandments. And there was no room for error in the Mishnah. Once you're out, you stay out. Once you're down, you stay down. You can never bounce back. And so as a Pharisee and a member of the Sanhedrin, Nicodemus believed that there were no second chances. There is no grace. There is no forgiveness. None. So you better be careful, right? You'd you'd better look over your shoulder and and second-guess yourself. You'd better watch what you wear, how you act. The length of your prayers, the longer, the better. And the amount of money that you give because there is no bouncing back. And so Nicodemus first came to Jesus at night. More, however, is going on than just the time of day. Darkness describes people who rebel against Jesus. The light has come into the world and people loved the darkness. Remember Judas? We talked about him two nights ago. Do you remember when he betrayed Jesus? John 13 says it very simply, very plainly. It was night. Coming to Jesus at night describes Nicodemus. He's in the dark, just like Judas. Nicodemus has lost the spiritual dark, or is lost in the spiritual darkness of legalism. The same darkness engulfs us when, when we don't believe in second chances, when we don't forgive, when we refuse to embrace grace, when we won't turn the other cheek or walk the extra mile, then it gets dark. Very very dark. That's why Jesus says to Nicodemus, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. There's no chit-chat here, no idle talk. Jesus goes straight to the point. Jesus says our best won't do. Our works won't work. We must be born again. In John chapter 3, in the first eight verses, Jesus uses the term born eight times. Eight times in eight verses. Do you think he's trying to make a point here? 
It's a question for you. How active were you in your birth? Right, Greg, you've, got, you've had two new grandkids in the last three weeks. How active were those grandbabies in their birth? Not, not very, not at all, right? Now, now maybe, maybe you were different. Were, were you on a cell phone with your mom telling her when to push? You know, did the doctor ask you to take the measurements of the contractions and report back from inside the womb? Or maybe did you place your hands on the top of the womb and push yourself out? No. Right? When there are postpartum celebrations, it's, it's to applaud the work of the mother, not the child. Mom gets the medal. The child gets the, the blanket and the pacifier. But here's the point. Right? We are all passive when we're born. We didn't do a single thing. We weren't born because of what we did. Our mother did all the work. And the same is true for you in your spiritual birth. God does all of the work. Do you know what the most quoted Bible verse in all America is? It's God helps those who help themselves. It's not in there. That's a problem. But it's, it's the most quoted Bible verse in America, and it's not in the Bible. God doesn't help those who help themselves because God knows that we can't help ourselves. God knows that He has to do 100% of the work. That's why Jesus uses the word born eight times in eight verses. Jesus answered, truly I, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. We are born of water and the Spirit. Today, Amara is born of water and the Spirit. Right? The Holy Spirit is really present in, with, and under the, that water, creating new life. Martin Luther writes in his small catechism that baptism works forgiveness of sins, rescues from death and the devil, and gives eternal life to all who believe this as the words and the promises of God declare. And then he writes in his large catechism, there is no work done here by us, but a treasure which God gives us and faith grasps. And then a little later in the large catechism, he says, here in baptism, there is freely brought to everyone's door such a treasure and medicine that it utterly destroys death and preserves all people alive. If you've been baptized, you have new eyes to see God's beauty. Today, Amara has new eyes to see God's beauty, a new mind to understand God's Word, a new voice to sing God's praises, new hands for service, new feet to run the race of faith that is set before you. As Jesus is talking about being born again to Nicodemus, Nicodemus asks them, well, how can these things be? Can someone really start all over, bounce back just because you're baptized? Nonsense! Nicodemus, at that point, is still living in darkness, the darkness of rules and regulations. And Jesus answered, are you then the teacher of Israel, and yet you don't understand these things? As Israel's teacher, Nicodemus should have understood that the Old Testament is all about bouncing back 
Abraham worshipped the moon, and yet God called him to bless the world. Moses killed a man, and God called him to lead his people out of Egypt. Aaron created a golden calf, and God called him to be Israel's first high priest. Jeremiah 31, 31 promises a new covenant. Ezekiel 36, 26 promises a new heart. And Lamentations 3 says that God's mercies are new every morning. God is a giver. Grace is His idea. Forgiveness comes from Him. Can God really be that generous, that loving, and that giving? Yes, absolutely. Right In John 3.16, Jesus doesn't say whoever achieves or whoever succeeds. Jesus says whoever believes. So did Nicodemus believe? Did Nicodemus ever leave the darkness of legalism? Did, did Nicodemus ever embrace grace? Well, remember the words of our gospel reading from John 19. Nicodemus also, who earlier had come to Jesus by night, now came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds in weight. Have any of you ever wanted to live in a castle? Yeah? A few of you? I remember growing up, there was a show, I I cannot remember the name, but it was all about a castle, and I really wanted to live in that castle. Well, right now is a fantastic time if you want to live in a castle, because Ireland has castles for sale, each priced at a dollar. You know there's a catch, right? There's a catch. According to the New York Times, a New York Times article, these historic structures are in advanced stages of disrepair, and the buyers must restore each property quote, consistent with its historical architecture. So, so if you want to buy a castle, it is yours for a dollar. You just got to restore it. You know, bids of restoration are only between seven and 60 million, but you can have it for a dollar. Buying a fixer-upper gives us a picture of what God did for each one of us when we were baptized. We were dead disobedient, depraved. We were doomed, but we were born again through the water and the Spirit. We were delivered. God could have said, I'll make all new things because the old, that won't do. But instead, God said, I'll make all things new, even and especially you. Imagine that. Nicodemus, the one who came in the dark now lives in the light. Though the one who crept through the shadows now comes to the cross, and the one who was caught in the clutches of legalism is now living in the splendor of God's grace. Nicodemus, he bounced back. And so do you every single time through what God has done for you in the waters of baptism. Amen. And now may the peace that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord.